Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, where I read a nonfiction book every week and I talk about it here on this podcast to keep me accountable. I, uh, I choose a different book to help improve my health, my wealth, my wisdom, and my peace. And then I share the inspiration with you so that you can uh, improve those areas of your life as well. This podcast is supplementary to my main podcast called Book Club with Caden Kelly. That podcast is about 90 minutes long, 60 to 90 minutes. And this one I do in 15 minutes or less for your convenience. You can find the longer, if you like this conversation, find the longer one on my blog, cadenkellysblog.wordpress.com, or you can search it on Spotify or Apple Podcast, Book Club with Caden Kelly. Every episode is posted weekly. This is posted weekly as well on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, also here on my Instagram if you're here, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, really, so uh, that is all of my shit. I post on a blog weekly. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm behind, but I post weekly. I used to do videos too, so I just try to do shit to help inspire myself, help inspire you to make better decisions, to live better lives, and uh, that's all we can do, right? So this last week, I read a book called "Surrounded by Idiots" by Thomas Erickson, the four types of human behavior and how to effectively communicate with each in business and in life. And I got to say, I have some controversial opinions about this book. Even though I'm not uh, an acclaimed psychologist or scientist in any regard, I'm just a dude that reads books. I have, a, I have had a few problems with this book. So this, pod, this episode is going to take a f- different direction than where my episodes usually go. Typically, I'll read the book and I'll take notes through the book and I'll share the notes here on the podcast. Uh to refresh my mind and also to help make sense of everything that I learned. However, this book took a weird turn because it didn't quite satisfy a, uh, a my desire to learn about behavior. In fact, it, it made me skeptical of this method of behavior. So let me give you a little bit of context. And in the other podcasts, I go into way more depth in conversation. So if you're interested in this, then I again, I encourage you to go check out that episode, Book Club with Kate and Kelly. Uh, for now, I'll be really brief. So let me explain a little bit about this book. I was interested initially because of the uh, it, it's supposed to be – I thought it was going to be about the four personality colors. But really, it's this one's about the four behavioral personalities, four behavioral – um, characters and which is, is and it's based off a different model uh, how to understand people it's it's based off of a model by uh, Mr. Marston let's see I have it right here William Moulton Marston from 1928 Wikipedia says the disc assessments are behavioral self-assessment tools based on the 1928 disc emotional and behavioral theory of psychologist William Moulton Marston the tools are designed to predict job performance. However, and this is, this is what I've learned since reading the book. This is, here we go. However, the scientific validity of DISC has, not been, has been contested and is, I'm sorry. The scientific validity of DISC has been contested and is by some considered to be pseudoscience. 
when I read this book, I was initially skeptical of the the conversation because it sounded like astrology to me. It sounded like you know that you're a red person, so this is how you're going to behave, and then you're a blue person, and this is how you react to certain situations, and you're a yellow person, and this is how you interact with green people. And this is what happens when you're put in conflict with a red person and just like a bunch of, to me, BS. So after the, I read the book, I Googled the author Thomas Erickson credentials because I like to read their little uh, about the author in the book. And this has no, this all this shares. So I'll read it to you. Thomas Erickson is an expert on communication. He works with developing organizations from a leadership perspective. In the past 18 years, he has trained more than 5,000 executives to be better and more efficient leaders. Thomas has written several popular science books on communication and human behavior. Surrounded by Idiots has been translated into more than 40 different languages and sold millions of copies around the world. And it was written in 2018, 2019. So since then, I think it's, it's sold over 2 million copies worldwide. Um... When you Google Thomas Erickson credentials, a bunch of controversy pops up around his name because and here's here's why this I think this conversation is interesting and will be different than how it has gone in the past. This method, this disk assessment method is not it's not it's not canonized by the scientific community. It's not accepted by the scientific community. It's uh, you know, it's more just it oh why did i answer the sorry my watch answered a phone call um and it was a spam caller of course so uh yeah that made me lose my track that sucks that my train of thought so the the theory it's not it's not based on science it's not based on evidence it's not based on research and experiments it's based on theory and uh so here's my here's my thought it's, a, it's attractive in a lot of ways because a lot of people can find application to it. I took the test. I Googled disk, uh, person, uh, disk behavioral self-assessment test, and I found there were dozens of websites that host the test. But what I found is none of them are consistent, and none of them bring up the same results. It's, it's, so it's not, it's not standardized across the scientific community. It's just like a tool that people use to understand their behavioral color uh, and then how that affects your relationship with other people and how it affects your how you view yourself in the world. And but it's not consistent is the problem. Oh, thank you. I'll take that from you. Thank you so much. Got a smoothie for breakfast. So um, I think it's BS. And um, most of the people in the scientific community don't like the book and don't like or are at least uh, skepti skeptical of the book and of Thomas because it's it's just the claims, he's not even really making a lot of claims. He's just, he's kind of advocating that we can, we can uh, understand conflict and we can, we can avoid conflict if we understand each other's colors. Whereas most conflict doesn't just stem from people from interpersonal relationship conflict comes from all sorts of different places it, it, it can it could come most of the time it comes from your institutional from the in institutional level like top-down stuff where employees hear new rules and then they react to the rules 
And if we know anything about human behavior, especially, I'm going to pull this up because I loved this book. This is the most comprehensive uh, dive into human behavior that I've read that's really highly critically acclaimed. Behave by Robert M. Sapolsky. The biology of humans at our best and our worst. He, he spent 20 years in the jungle studying, studying monkeys and their behavior and uh, it, it has correlated why humans behave the way that we behave. And if there's one thing that I learned from this book and just from psychology in general, it's that our behavior is shaped not it's shaped from both nature and nurture, and it changes all the time over time. We're not driven by random compulsions and our behavior isn't set in stone by whatever color we are. Behavior is so fluid and complex. And, uh, but he uses tons of scientific research and experiments, he meaning Sapolsky, to explain human behavior. Whereas Erickson uses this model of DISC to explain why humans behave the way we behave. Because we're red and blue and yellow and green. Um, not my, not my favorite book on human behavior. In fact, it's just, it's, it's just kind of, honestly, it's just kind of like, uh, it's, it speaks to all of our biases. It says, yeah, you're a red person because you're, you're uh, power hungry or you're overly passionate or yeah, you're a yellow person because you're enthusiastic and fun. It just speaks to your biases, but they're so generic. And I think that Every human has some tendency to be some of these things. At least most of us do. So we can relate to everything that's said under each color. It's just, it's so silly to me. Um, however, my la the thought I want to end this. Is, okay, so conclusion. It's not a great book on understanding human behavior or how to, how to influence behavior or how to change bad behavior and improve behavior or be a better person or whatever. It's not, it's not a great book. I will end with this, however. Behavior uh, is behavior is so complicated and fluid anyway. It's tough to pinpoint. And you so this book is like the best, or this theory, this DISC assessment is its best attempt to simplify behavior and monetize it really to, to sell who you are as a person. At the same time, I've thought that I've thought just because something isn't scientifically acclaimed or credited doesn't mean is it it's not good for or it's not good for people and that we should we should get rid of it. I think the answer is no. Just because astrology doesn't have any scientific claim doesn't mean that it doesn't help people. Just because religion doesn't have any scientific backing doesn't mean it doesn't help people. There's so much there's there like I read on the other podcast I read my horoscope and I read the my the horoscope of those in the chat and it's all just just like it's like fortune cookie shit. You read it and you're like, "Oh yeah, that could probably happen" and or I've definitely experienced that or felt that before. So it feels like it's speaking to you, but it's just we all we try to do as humans is assign meaning to th external events we assign meaning to our feelings and to our actions and the and the actions of other people we try we're always trying to make sense of the world this book is just another way to do that just because it doesn't have scientific backing 
or legs doesn't mean that it's not helpful. It's really, in, in fact, um, I read an article from a guy that was critical of this book, and he says, at the best, this book can help a person with a five-year-old intellect understand behavior or, or uh, yeah. I also think most self-help in general isn't scientifically backed. Most self-help, and which I do on this podcast, is kind of just chatting about life and figuring out life and trying to make better decisions without any real scientific backing. I'm not always using scientific evidence to explain the universe and to explain how we can make better decisions, how to be better people. I'm, you know, a lot of it is just kind of conversation. And we're, we're assigning our own interpretation. We're assigning meaning to our experiences to make sense of the world. Sometimes it's scientific and sometimes it's subjective and sometimes it's personal and has no scientific backing. Most of the time it's that way. I'm not a scientist. I don't research or do experiments on all of this stuff. But there are people that do like, like Sapolsky. There's a lot of people that do. So there is, there is evidence and research and, and studies to understand behavior. But this book was not one of those. This book was more of just a touchy-feely way to understand why you don't get along with some people and why you get along better with others or how you can have a better relationship with your boss or your spouse or your friends or your parents. And uh, that's helpful. That's great. That's all. I mean, you sh- I shouldn't condone that. I really shouldn't. Con- nobody should. If it's helpful, it shouldn't be condoned. It should be accepted for what it is, though. Pseudoscience. It's not scientific. It's pseudoscientific. And uh, that's the responsible thing to do is accept that it's not entirely uh, it's not scientific. What science proves or tries to do is prove A plus B equals C every time, no matter what. And that this this happens, so this is going to happen every single time. Uh, but you know we can't do that all the time. And life is life is so complicated anyway that it's just the responsible thing to do is just to is it really is to accept we don't understand everything that happens or how we feel or how other people feel or act. We don't understand the reasons behind everything. But that's not always the most important. That's not always critical to making good decisions. What's usually what's most important to make good decisions is to be open-minded and uh, to be responsible and to be able to to be and be flexible, but also to be concrete when we're when we're sure of something and to be honest. I don't know. See, this is all subjective. I'm just being fucking subjective too, just like the book. I didn't like the book. It was too much. It was too much of uh, astrology for me. But it was, you know, if you if you're into that shit, you might really like the book. It's really popular, so I wouldn't recommend it. But again, like I just said, if you are into that kind of stuff, you'll probably really like it. So that was surrounded by idiots by Thomas Erickson. If you like this conversation, I recommend go checking out the longer episode on my uh, other blo- uh, my other podcast. Book Club with Caden Kelly, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and also available on my blog. You can find the links to it on my blog, kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. We will see you next time.